SeaWorld Entertainment announced this week that it will pay $65 million to settle a lawsuit alleging that it had deceived investors following the backlash of the documentary Blackfish. The 2013 documentary criticized the company's treatment of killer whales in captivity and led to a sharp decrease in attendance at the parks. Since then, SeaWorld has adopted new strategies and is seeing more people visit. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Lori Weisberg, a reporter on the business team at the Union-Tribune, and we had some rather big news come out about SeaWorld with this settlement. Why don't you explain what's going on? Right. So um, I've actually been following this lawsuit, a class action lawsuit, since 2014. Here we are in 2020, just a week before this big case against SeaWorld, uh, filed by investors, Mm -hmm. um, was to go to trial. SeaWorld unexpectedly announced that they had settled the case for $65 million. So that is um, the payout to the class of investors, of course, um, and part of that goes to the attorney fees. But that was a pretty big sum. And as I said, um, the investors have been fighting this since 2014, and they're basically arguing that, um, if, if, if y'all recall, the 2013 Blackfish documentary that was critical of the SeaWorld for its treatment of killer whales, they're saying that early on, SeaWorld executives um, basically deceived investors by not being truthful about the kind of impact that documentary was having on what turned out to be declining attendance. And as you may recall, it was aired repeatedly on CNN. So it it got a lot of airtime and it ultimately did impact attendance. But they're saying, SeaWorld, you weren't up front with us early on that it was impacting attendance. Mm-hmm. And we've spoken previously about how SeaWorld in the past several years has really been transforming its business model, many of which is attributed to this documentary, which kind of changed how they were doing things. So when you explain this class action lawsuit a little more, we understand that there's like, you know, corporate spin when it comes to communicating what line did, even though SeaWorld didn't claim any faults, what line appears to have been crossed? Uh, Well, there were, um, you know, every quarter SeaWorld has earnings calls. They release their earnings and they have uh, phone calls with analysts. And, um, you know, they would be asked about the impact and they would say, it's not having impact. This was back in 2013. Um, And come to find out, according to the lawsuit, it wasn't having an impact. And it wasn't until a year later that they acknowledged it. Mm -hmm. And then the stock plummeted. So they're saying, SeaWorld, you cost these investors a lot of money because of you. You are waiting to disclose that impact. And um, you're right. SeaWorld in recent years has been trying to transform it transform itself. It still has animals. They haven't gotten rid of their animals, but there's less emphasis on it. You know, we don't hear Shamu, the name Shamu anymore. Mm -hmm. They redid their killer whale show. They stopped breeding uh, killer whales in captivity. They've been adding lots of thrill rides in um, Orlando and Texas and in San Diego at their marine parks. Um, So they are trying to make it more in some ways like a conventional theme park. Uh, and, And the the memory of blackfish is starting to fade, but this lawsuit wasn't going away until, of course, this settlement, and, and who knows what a jury might have found had it gone to trial. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, SeaWorld might have dodged a bullet in this situation. Yeah, yeah, they might have. And, and then, of course, the attorneys for the, the class, the investors, say, 
and we might have it might not have gone well for us we might not have gotten anywhere near the 65 million so we'll, we'll take it i should point out that um at the end of the day if you're if you were a shareholder during that critical time and you want to get some money back and you'll be applying for this once it's approved by a, a court a judge um it'll be about a dollar five per share mm-hmm. um so it's a hit for SeaWorld. But it's not like you're going to make a lot of money if you were a shareholder mm-hmm. affected by this. And can you put the payment in context? Like how much of a payout is this for SeaWorld? Right. So um, $65 million sounds like a lot of money. And, and it is. It, it is a lot of money. Um, but they, um, they had um, net income, and the most recent numbers we have in or 2018 of about of more than a hundred million dollars. So while it's maybe you know a little more than half of um, of that um, amount of money, um, I should point out that um, all but about 19 million of it is going to be covered by insurance money. Mm-hmm. So 19 million dollars in company cash will will go toward that settlement. So. I guess their insurance uh, policy paid off in that respect, mm-hmm. but it is—it's a big chunk of change, and just a chunk of change. Just to give you some perspective, um, a couple of years ago, um, the Securities and Exchange Commission also went after SeaWorld for the very same thing. They ultimately settled, but that was only for five million dollars. Wow, that's a magnitude of difference there. Yeah, exactly. So it's—it's it's safe to say that SeaWorld as a company is fine. It just will take this financial hit in the short term, right? Right, right. And the question is, um, can this current strategy of more cool rides, maybe attracting a wider audience, will that pay off? Yes, their attendance has gone up, but I should point out it's still not at the level it was back in the peak of around 2012, 2013. They still have a ways to go, and maybe they will eclipse it, but um, they're not out of the woods yet, and they've gone through about four different CEOs in the last few years. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it does seem like, at least in San Diego, SeaWorld is trying to position itself as a different theme park-like experience and also at a different price point, which is kind of smart seeing what you're seeing in Disneyland, for instance. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's just another article about how much a, a ticket to Disneyland costs. It is enormous. Now, you get a lot um, going there. But yes, uh, SeaWorld is a way more affordable alternative. They're always uh, advertising... Um, year-round passes for about $99. Um, you know, a day at SeaWorld is a fraction of what it would cost um, at Disneyland. So, yes, it is affordable, but it, it also doesn't have Star Wars. But <laughs> Certainly. It's a little more educational compared to Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, now that this has been settled, what has been the reaction between the investors? Have you heard anyone speak out about this settlement? Um, not so much you know, I don't know who would necessarily be that voice representing all mm-hmm. investors. Um, but I did talk to an analyst um, yesterday who said, you know, it probably makes sense. Who knows how the trial would have gone? This was a dark kind of period in their history. Hey, let's let's put it, you know, Cyril wants to put it behind them. That was kind of the last big thing hanging over their head. They've, they've put it behind them, move forward, and, and they can... Um, they can get past it, even though, yes, Blackfish has faded from memory. Um, it was still hanging over their heads, and clearly um, a weeks-long trial would have dredged up all those old memories. Mm-hmm. So do you have a sense of any change in SeaWorld's strategy moving forward now? 
Well, I'm just curious about all these um, roller coasters. There's a yet another roller coaster opening this year, and there's word that they're at work on still another roller coaster that they're not talking about. So um, you wonder, um, is is that really going to bring in more business? Is that the direction they should go in? Uh, I mean, they, as I said, they still have killer whales. They still have dolphins. Um, we recently wrote about how they're changing their dolphin show. Um, they're not getting rid of the dolphin show, but they're mm-hmm. not going to have trainers riding atop the dolphin. So they're cognizant of public perception, but SeaWorld needs, I think, still needs that niche of having animals because otherwise they're just going to be, you know, like another Knott's Berry farmer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's only so much money you can make off of just being that. Right, right. Mm-hmm. All right, Lori Weisberg, thank you so much. Thank you. In other news, The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention confirmed San Diego's second coronavirus case Wednesday afternoon. Like the first, which was announced on Monday, the infected patient is an evacuee hospitalized with UC San Diego Health System shortly after arriving to Marine Corps Air Station Miramar last week. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. Check out the newest podcast from the UT Sports Department, Aztecs Hoopla. Sports editor Jay Posner and Aztecs beat writer Mark Ziegler discuss Aztecs basketball. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time.